This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello there and welcome back to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing today? Very good. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. And in this episode, we wanted to do a follow-up to a recent episode that we did on the monthly expectations that you can have regarding budget and what you can find in regards to property in Italy. But we wanted to do another episode talking a bit more about pricing for homes and talking about the cost overall, not just the monthly cost. So Marco, let's start at the first tier. What do you think a person could realistically expect within a price range from, say, about 20,000 euros until about maybe 60,000 euros? First, let me say that for an American, this would probably sound like a very, very low budget. But in Italy, for an Italian at least, it's very realistic to be able to buy a, an apartment uh, in, in, you know, for a price within this price range. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the higher end, 50,000, 60,000, but it's not uncommon to be able to find a one-bedroom apartment for uh, 50 to 60,000 uh, euros, excluding major cities. So I'm talking about the countryside, I'm talking about villages and little towns throughout Italy. And of course, we have said it many times, prices tend to be on the lower end in central Italy and southern Italy. And for example, in the outskirts of Rovigo, the city where my office, my Italian office is located, you could easily find a one, even two bedroom apartment for uh, between 50 and 60,000 uh, euros, maybe not in the center or maybe not a new apartment, brand new, maybe it's something that requires some renovation works, but not, not a lot. Regarding um, Southern Italy, I'd say it's realistic to find uh, even single-family houses, older, probably uh, within this price range, so forty, fifty, maybe sixty thousand. That properties that require renovation works, even if I would say not heavy renovation works. And we've talked about the one euro houses in other episodes, and we have said that they're not really one euro because you know they require a lot of renovation works. A renovation project or plan that you have to submit to the municipality before or after you purchase the property. And so in the end, they, the real cost uh, eventually is probably more like 20 to 30,000 and up, of course, the, where the very minimum is probably 20 to 30,000 uh, euros in terms of investment to be able to then use the property that you bought for one euro. Or we've said it many times in other episodes that in some cases not even one euro the purchase price because it's it's a bid that starts from one euro but then the price ends up being higher. Also going back to the very minimum uh, twenty thousand you know the minimum that we established for this price range, I would not exclude that we will be able to find in the countryside, especially in southern Italy, uh, single family homes for that price that require heavy renovation work. So that are not habitable or that are habitable from a legal standpoint, but you know, you could hardly live inside the house in its conditions. So a property that requires heavy renovation works. So 20,000 for the property, then you have to uh, pay the notary um, fees and taxes. And of course, 20,000 is only the actual cost 
of the property, but then such property would require likely very heavy renovation works. For example, we've been asked a few times from people from across the world if it was possible to purchase a house where you could live in for 20 to 30,000 euros, and I don't believe it's at all possible in Italy uh, with a few very, very isolated exceptions. So yes, Italy is a very, very affordable country. Uh, real estate prices can be very low, but I hardly believe that 20 to 30,000 euros can get you a property where you can live in without uh, performing heavy renovation works. Yeah, that makes sense. And I know there's sometimes uh, people who, friends that I've had over the years that have told me about the prices that they've paid for their homes. And it's left me in complete shock thinking about how that for the price of what you can buy a home for in Italy, you can barely maybe even think about a room in some countries. Um, but maybe moving on to the next tier, talking about things from maybe say about 60,000 euros to about 180,000 euros. What do you think a person could expect to buy within that budget? So I'd say the average person can expect to be able to buy a property uh, for a price within this budget. Uh, let's say that it used to be the norm, what I just said a few years ago. Now with the inflation, prices are a little bit higher, and I will explain this further later in the episode. But 60 to 180 is a very, very good budget where you can find uh, you know, a one-bedroom apartment, a studio apartment um, for sixty to eighty thousand easily in the countryside, in uh, uh, villages or small cities throughout Italy. Definitely not bigger cities or major, you know, very popular Italian cities like Milan, Rome, or Florence, or Venice. But sixty to eighty is probably a very, very good budget if you want to buy a small apartment, one-bedroom studio. Uh, and you could probably go up to 80 to 90 to 100,000 if you want to buy a two bedroom apartment. Uh, again, excluding major uh, Italian cities where the prices are much higher. And again, in the countryside um, or in little villages or in small Italian towns, you could buy single family homes probably for, I'd say, not less than 180000 so that's probably more for the next year, but I'd say a semi-detached house that's more realistic within that budget, so 150 to 180000 euros, you could easily find, again, not in one of the major Italian cities, a semi-detached house, which in Italian is bifamiliare, so for two families. And when I say, you know, hundred and 60 to 180 for a semi-detached house, I mean newly built or ready to move in without the need to perform any renovation works. And you can find something for less than that amount, you know, 130, 100, uh, a property that requires some renovation works. And it's, you know, large enough to fit a family of three people. So I'm talking about a semi-detached house um, or for even less than that amount, but it would require very heavy renovation works that it would be something that it would probably not be habitable and you know within this price range you can also find single family homes but they would either require some renovation works or heavy renovation works it used to be more possible and realistic in the past years to find uh, single family homes for a price within this price range but right now with prices going up it's becoming a little bit less realistic especially 
for newly built houses where the price is definitely no longer under 180,000. And of course, I've said it many times, I'm not talking about the major Italian cities like Milan, Florence, Venice or Naples, where this price range would not allow you to find a single family home or a detached house. I mean, not that it would be easy because, you know, these cities, in these cities, apartments are way more popular because of their population density. But even if you were to purchase an apartment, this would probably be a low budget, uh, mid to low budget. If we're looking at, if we're talking about, you know, uh, one of the most um, famous Italian uh, city like Florence or Milan or even Rome or Venice or Naples. Interesting. And so I'm just wondering also, because there are a lot of people who are looking for their, I guess you could say, slice in the sun and maybe looking for the Tuscan dream and having a small home with a vineyard attached to it. Is that something that might be able to fit in within this price range or would it have to be in a higher tier? I believe it would not be possible right now within this price range, especially in Tuscany. You know, prices are very high right now because Tuscany is very popular and it's a destination chosen by a lot of foreigners so i'd say it would probably be uh something that uh would need to be placed in the next year so speaking of that next tier what about in the range from say maybe about 180,000 to maybe 600,000 euros what do you think a person could expect there i mean it sounds like from what you were saying before that tuscan dream might be possible within that budget Absolutely. In Italy, that's a very good budget. It's considered to be a very, very good budget. So you would comfortably be able to purchase many properties, even some properties that are considered to be luxury properties. In Italy, mm -hmm. for example, a newly built single family home defined by Italians as villa, so a, which is, doesn't necessarily mean a luxury villa, but a single family home that an Italian would call villa right now, even maybe with a swimming pool, it could be uh, easily within that uh, price range. And also that price range will allow you to get a, a very, very nice apartment, even in the center or close to the center of a major Italian city, or definitely in the center of a mid-sized, uh, well-known Italian city like Padova or uh, Bologna. You could also easily be able to find uh, apartments in the very center of Venice for that amount, probably, you know, the higher hand. Uh, towards you know the six hundred thousand, and uh, if we're talking about the lower hand, so like two three hundred thousand, that's also a very very comfortable amount for you to be able to buy a lot of properties, a lot of apartments in you know some of the best mid-sized Italian cities, and also you know single-family homes, maybe without a swimming pool, but definitely a single-family home throughout the country. And we have said it many times: prices in the south are lower so you can expect to be able to buy for example a single family home with a sea view uh, and a swimming pool for five to six hundred thousand in sicily and of course within this tier you can expect say from two and a half bedrooms two bathrooms house to all the way to three to four bedrooms and three bathrooms house very large properties and by large i mean according to the italian standards so something between say over 180 square meters all the way to 300 square meters in italy it's a little bit hard to find pretty much anywhere something that is bigger than 300 square meters which uh, in, in america is way more 
easy to find, but you know, in Italy we have a higher population density. We don't have a lot of space. Uh, they're not building a lot of properties, and what's built already is normally uh, 300 square meters max, with of course some exceptions. And of course, when talking about square meters, I should probably specify that uh, 150 square meters is a very very good size in Italy for an apartment, and it's something that is considered to be very very large. Whereas 300 square meters it's something to be uh, considered very large for a single family home meaning that a the average size of a single family home is probably between 150 to 190 square meters and the average size of an apartment is probably between 80 meters and 120 meters and also just to add a, a little bit of extra context there 200 square meters is probably about like 2150 some odd square square feet and 300 square meters i believe is somewhere around 2200 or sorry 3230 something along those lines so we are talking about very fair amount of space to have there for yourself maybe more than you might ever need but marco just a question for you here if you had somebody coming to you as one of your clients and they're say two adults one two maybe three children and they're thinking about moving to italy what do you think a very realistic budget would look like if they're looking for an average sized italian apartment that's spacious enough for them in a, a city that will also give them uh, access to uh, various amenities and, and activities so excluding uh, the most famous Italian cities that I've mentioned, I think a good budget would be about 150,000 uh, euros. Also, I wanted to mention that three children, uh, that's probably something that, yeah, you, you could go for an apartment. But like I said, many times apartments in Italy tend to be on the smaller uh, side. So it's not going to be probably easy to find a big enough apartment for five people. Uh, of course, it's three small children. But still, I don't think it's that easy. Uh, not impossible, definitely, but that easy as it would be in other countries like in the US. What about for, say, a couple who has retired there in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and they're thinking about moving to Italy and they just need a place that's large enough for the two of them? What kind of budget do you think you would recommend in that case? So, uh, again, excluding major Italian cities, I'd say that a two-bedroom apartment would cost between 100 and 120,000 euros so that would be very easy to find pretty much anywhere in Italy excluding the uh, major Italian cities that I've mentioned before. Thanks so much Marco for sharing these ideal budgets to go with because I know we've shared a lot of different price ranges here because some of the numbers that we've discussed may be some of the, uh, the, the the properties that you really have to search for that really take a little bit more time or uh, some of the deals or some of the luxury uh, pricing that might be possible but to have the idea also there of what a realistic budget could or maybe even should look like shares an important insight into what somebody should be considering when moving to Italy. But Marco, thank you so much again for uh, making yourself available for this episode. And of course, if anybody needs help with getting their home in Italy, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com 
or give us a call. Our number is on our website. Absolutely fantastic. And if you're interested in more about purchasing property, renting property in Italy, moving to Italy and relocation to Italy, make sure that you are subscribed to this YouTube channel as well as the audio only podcast. And of course, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, that means you're also automatically subscribed to the Italian Citizenship Podcast where Marco and I talk about some of the legal aspects of moving to Italy. And also, if you're interested in more about life abroad and living abroad, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel and podcast called Not Your Average Globetrotter, which you can find through YouTube, a Google search or a search on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. But of course, Mr. Marco Permunian from ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Thank you so much again for making yourself available. This has been another episode of the Italian Real Estate Podcast. I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.